In today's conversation, we are going to talk about all things sleep and sleep hygiene. So let's get into it. Welcome into the Bears and Lions podcast. I am your host, Kyle Vaught, and this is the podcast where we challenge the present by viewing our past. I'm a firm believer that our greatest future lies within the correct view of our past because there are so many things that we've experienced in our lives, right? And the more we look at it, yes, we've been through some tough times, but the reality is is if you look at it through the correct lens of how far you've come, you're gonna see how strong you actually are, how many incredible feats that you've accomplished and the different trophies along the ways that you have. And it's gonna give you a little bit more confidence to step into the future. And that's what I wanna do with this podcast is to help each and every one of us, including myself, step into our future. So let's do that together. Today, we're gonna talk about sleep and all things sleep hygiene. Now you've probably heard Uh, That sleep is really important, but it is something that right now in our day and age, it's very rare to come by. In fact, I know a lot of people who struggle to get a full night's sleep. Um, I know people who will boast about their sleep. Oh, I only got four hours of sleep and I'm still able to do this. Now, of course, there's studies that say that's not sustainable um, and it actually impacts a lot more than just your body. It impacts your mental, uh, your mental health. It impacts your physical health. And I truly believe that uh, the more we treat our sleep with the respect it deserves, I think the better it treats us in the fact that we feel more energized and more confident. And recently I've had a couple conversations back to back to back about my sleep because I've been waking up really early. I've been posting um, every morning, mostly as an accountability thing for me, but also as a motivation to others that you can do it every single day. I post every morning a picture of my Apple Watch on uh, social media uh, when I wake up uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And and I post it there mostly as a motivation of saying, look, anybody, anybody can do this. Because if you know me, you know I used to be a night owl. You know I used to sleep until 10 or 11 in the morning. You, If you've known me, I, I could stay up until 3 a.m. and be fine and then wake up in the morning but I never was a morning person. And that's all changed recently in the last, I would say three to six months. Um, I've really, really fallen in love with this morning mentality. And I have honestly never felt better, both mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, spiritually, everything. And a lot of it has to do with my sleep schedule. Now I understand you may work a a third shift. You may work second shift. You may not get off work until 1 a.m. That's okay. We can work with that and and the schedule can still be uh, set and made and it can be very beneficial. So I want to first start things off by saying this is not just me. Now, I researched experts on this stuff. So I listened to people like Dr. Matt Walker. Um, I originally found him on uh, the Joe Rogan experience. That was the first time I heard him, Dr. Matt Walker. He's absolutely incredible. And then Dr. Andrew Hubberman. So Dr. Andrew Hubberman, you've probably seen him on social media. He's got an incredible podcast called Hubberman Lab Podcast, and I would highly, highly recommend to go listen to him as well, much more than you ever would listen to me, um, because he is a doctor, one, but two, he is fascinating to listen to. I'm absolutely fascinated to listen to his stuff, 
uh, and I learned so much from it. So specifically, when I started looking at what I was doing and what I planned on, on, on my sleep schedule and what I planned with my body, I wanted to get into a training regimen. I wanted to get into the healthiest I could become and really change my habits. I did the research and Dr. Ha Andrew Hubberman came up multiple times and he has a free sleep toolkit. This is actually a part of his podcast. If you go back, it's in August of 2022. If you search Andrew Hub Hubberman Sleep Toolkit, he has a ton of free resources available on his website. And so I highly recommend you do that. But the podcast, if you want to search it, it's called Sleep Toolkit, Tools for Optimizing Sleep and Sleep-Wake Timing. And so we're going to go through just some of this stuff really quick so I can share what I have learned and what he has taught me through those that toolkit. There are a few things that you can control in this. And I understand sometimes you can't always control your sleep patterns. Sometimes you can't always control your schedule, your work schedule. Uh, if you have kids, sometimes you can't really control when you fall asleep because of the kids. Um, things like that happen. And I understand this. And so this is my overview in layman terms to the best of my ability of what I have learned through it. So the first things first is you control what you can control when it comes to sleep. It is absolutely imperative, and it's been tested over and over again, that the average sleep that a adult should get is seven to nine hours a night. Now, I understand it may vary. It may dip into that six hours and 30 minutes, six hours, or it may bump up to that eight hours, but the average is seven to nine hours, and it is proven science. From Dr. Matt Walker, you can look this up, that anybody who gets less than the recommended amounts will experience, doesn't mean they're going to be completely groggy or unable to function, but they will experience impairment. And it's fascinating when you look into the sleep and how it impacts you, but it can impact you as much as uh, being drunk can if you have a lack of sleep for a certain amount of time. Now, of course, we're not going through every night and you know we may go for four hours or five hours here or six hours here. What does it do to the brain? And if I wanted to change that, how do I change that? Well, one of the first things that you're gonna do is look at what you can control. So the temperature, the light, diet, exercise, and caffeine intake are the number top five. I almost said the number one. They're the top five things. So temperature, light, diet, exercise, and caffeine take. Those are the top five things that you can control to help you sleep better. And we'll go through each of those. So temperature, our bodies actually lower one to three degrees when falling asleep. And when you go into that REM cycle, the rapid eye movement, and then even into the deeper sleep, your body will stay at a lower temperature, a cooler temperature. So if you're constantly hot, you're sweating, that's why you're tossing and turning at night, you're never reaching that deeper sleep and you're constantly waking up throughout the night. Temperature is something that you can control for the most part. Second, light at night, that blue light that you are looking at on your phone or on your PC, even the littlest bit of that blue light can suppress melatonin, the natural melatonin that your body secretes, which impacts your circadian rhythm, which means if you are staying up until midnight looking at your phone or reading on a tablet with blue light i'm not saying because some of the tablets have these real cool backgrounds where they're made for that but if you're watching stuff on tv or you are uh 
playing computer, you know, playing games on the PC or Xbox or whatever, if you're staying up that late, then it's going to take extra amount of time to release that melatonin because it's been suppressed for so long. And so you may fall asleep around 1 a.m. It's going to take two hours or so before your melatonin starts releasing. It's going to start taking into effect around 5, 6 a.m. If your alarm goes off at 7, you're going to be at peak momentum of that melatonin. So you're going to be extremely groggy, and it's going to snap you out of a, a deeper sleep, and you're going to have to get up and function. And that's actually very damaging because your body doesn't get to go through the full sleep cycles to recover, to go through all of its process. During the morning, it's also important to get light right when you wake up because your body has different uh, hormones that will be released when you experience that circadian rhythm. So Andrew Huberman, he's a, a huge advocate where you need to go outside and look at the sun or look near the sun. If you can't look directly at it, get sunlight. Sunlight's the best. If you wake up before the sun uh, rises, then turn on lights and get light. Um, as best as you can. It's not going to be the same as sunlight. Uh, and he's very adamant about it. And so do as much light as you can in the morning to set that circadian rhythm. Uh, third, diet. Of course, eating is so important because one, we tend to gorge and then we feel sleepy. So we eat right before bed. Um, I know that I'm like that in the afternoons on Sundays when, or, or like on holidays, right? You eat all of the food and then you just want to take a nap after Thanksgiving. Um, you, you get tired with that and it's not always that great because your body will go into digestion mode. You'd never get into that deep sleep because it's focused on that. And so I've found that I don't eat about three hours before bed. So my last meal is around six or seven o'clock in the morning or six or seven o'clock at night. And then at the latest, and then I get in bed around nine 30, 10. so not eating before bed, allowing everything to digest and settle allows your body to focus on that recovery as well. Exercise is the fourth. So recovery mode growth hormones are absolutely important and they're actually released uh, in the process. So if you are like really trying to um, bulk up or maybe you're trying to lose weight, any of those things, if you are not sleeping and allowing your body to go through those sleep cycles that you should, your body actually never gets a chance to release those growth hormones or flush out the bad toxins or work with the fibers of the muscles to repair them. So you may ache a lot longer if you're not getting adequate sleep. And that's actually something that I've experienced because I used to work out um, a, a decent amount. I was working out five days a week, but I was always aching and always hurting because my sleep was only about five, four and a half to five and a half hours a night. I also wasn't eating the best and I wasn't drinking enough water. So that also has a, a large impact in it. So diet and exercise. And if you're lacking the gains, then you may just need less pump and you may need more sleep. That's as simple as that because those growth, hor growth hormones uh, will be released while you're sleeping, which if you are trying to put on muscle and you are, are cutting that off, that's literally like going to the gas station on empty and saying, awesome, we're, we're just, we're on our way. I'm going to do a quick refill. And then you put the gas a nozzle into the car and before it's even halfway filled you you drive off 
Uh, and so if you're not sleeping and being able to fill up that gas tank the whole way, your muscles are not going to repair the way that they should. Um, they're not going to repair as quickly. And you're going to actually be in a lot more pain over time. And number five, this is the big one. This is the really big one for me is caffeine intake. And if you know me at all, you know I absolutely adore caffeine. Caffeine is like one of those things. People will drink coffee by the gallon. People will talk about coffee. Oh, I love coffee. I'm on my fourth cup or whatever. I drink it black because I'm awesome and I'm uh, I'm a badass. No, that's, that's not that's not that. It doesn't matter. You can drink it however you want. I'm not a coffee drinker. It messes with my acid reflux, which messes with my sleep. So, But I do love energy drinks. And anybody that's been around me, I love energy drinks. They're so good. I enjoy them. But what I realized is that the caffeine intake was absolutely destroying my sleep. It was absolutely destroying my sleep. I'd have a monster in the morning, a ghost energy drink in the afternoon, uh, and, and I would live off of that caffeine. And I think a lot of people are probably like me where they live off of caffeine because they can function on it. Right. But what I found out, and this is through Andrew Huberman, Dr. Andrew Huberman is uh, there is adenosine in the body, which is a sleep blocker. And as you intake more caffeine, that adenosine actually is stored up and stored up and stored up and stored up. And as that adenosine is stored up, because the caffeine won't allow it to uh, be distributed throughout the body or release, then your body will actually go into this disruption. So the higher amounts of caffeine, you'll have disrupted sleep. And in the morning, it's going to cause that drowsiness because it didn't actually get rid of all of the adenosine. So you're still going to feel that exhaustion in the morning. So everything that has been kind of said from Dr. Huberman, what I have learned is that we shouldn't actually intake caffeine right off the bat. We should allow that adenosine to completely be flushed out. And so I don't drink caffeine within the first, I would say 40 minutes, uh, 40 to 60 minutes after I wake up. The first thing I do when I wake up, I, I drink a body armor for the electrolytes, magnesium, salt, uh, or sodium, so magnesium, sodium, it, I drink the low sugar one. So definitely delicious. Um, but I drink uh, 16 ounce body armor right when I wake up. And I've noticed a massive difference in that. I actually feel way more energized, way quicker by drinking a body armor. Uh, and I'm sure you could drink like any um, sodium Powerade or anything like that. I, I like body armor because I, I do think that it has... A little bit healthier stuff the coconut water i'm sure a prime would work as well because the coconut water has uh such good magnesium and potassium but i drink that right off the bat in the morning and that like kick starts everything i i actually feel like my body starts flushing as it wakes up and, and it's so cool so i'm gonna go through just really quick my routine now because people have asked me um how do you wake up in the morning or how do you have the motivation to do that and honestly, it's not really a motivation anymore. I started waking up because I really just wanted to change. I, I couldn't go to the gym after work because it was so busy. And, and I wanted to make sure that I changed for the better. And I knew that the morning I had time. And all of a sudden, I've fallen in love with it. So here's my morning. My alarm uh, goes off at 5 a.m. Um, and in fact, I'm actually getting ready to switch it to probably 4.45 in the morning so I can get to the gym. I wake up at 5 a.m., 
and I immediately turn on this light right here. So it's not super bright, but one of the things that I have is my alarm is actually right next to it. So I will go through and I will turn off my alarm, but I'll look at the light and that hits that circadian rhythm. And it really, really helps because every morning I've started waking up either right around my alarm, either before or right at my alarm. Uh, I've been waking up the exact same time without having to uh, slumber or get up or anything like that. It, it was hard at first, but I wake up, I turn off my alarm, I drink the body armor. That's the first thing. So I get light. Temperature is important. So making sure I stay cool through the night. I sleep with my window open um, because it's like 60 degrees at night nowadays. Um, so I get nice and cool. Diet. I don't eat before bed. And when I wake up, I don't uh, really eat anything other than the body armor because I have to, I, I work out on an empty stomach. I can't work out on a full stomach. I immediately, after I wake up and I drink that, I do I activate my brain. So I do my Bible reading. Um, I've talked about my faith quite a bit, but I do my Bible reading uh, in the morning from about 5 a.m. to about 5.20 a.m. Um, 5 to 5.20, depending on the time frame. And then there I have my gym bag packed. You actually can't see it. It's just right over here. I have my gym bag packed and I'm ready to go. So at that point, I'm going to mix up a um, amino acid blend for when I work out as a recovery. And while I'm working out, I drink that in my water bottle. And then I also grab a ghost energy drink and I sip about half of it. Usually I leave for uh, the gym about 5.30. I sip about half of the energy drink on my way to the gym. It takes me about 15 minutes to get to the gym. Uh, and then I work out. Um, I'm in a really good rhythm right now where I'm really enjoying my workouts. Uh, I hit all the different muscle groups six days a week. And then the fifth day, I don't go to the gym, but I do go on a walk and I do hit my exercise on my watch because I'm addicted to hitting that exercise every single day. Um, and then on my way home from the gym, I'll usually drink the rest of the energy drink cause I'm activated. I'm ready to go. Um, if I have any of my water bottle left, I drink the rest of my water bottle. And when I get home, I'll mix up a caged hydration mix, which has coconut water, um, which has magnesium. Again, it's, it's all for the hydration purposes, but I'll, dr I'll drink another 32 ounce uh, water while I'm making breakfast and things like that. So that's how I wake up in the morning. I know that there's a lot of you out there that are probably going to say, oh, well, that's really nice for you, but I've got a crazy schedule. Match your schedule. Find your rhythm. This is something that I define. My schedule, I work in the morning um, from eight to five. So it's it's it fits me, right? I'm not telling you that you have to do it this way. My goal is to share the wealth of knowledge and the wisdom that I have learned through m way m smarter people than me. So go listen to Hubberman Labs podcast, Dr. Andrew Hubberman, the sleep toolkit, tools for optimizing sleep and sleep-wake timing. I wanted to share this with you because it's impacted my life so much. I feel more energized than I ever have. I am able to sleep and I am so excited about sleep i treat it like a job and i'm just putting in the hours and and my pay is in energy so if you think about it from a standpoint of that that may encourage you a little bit more that's going to do it for this conversation 
drop me a follow on my Instagram. It's Kyle underscore Vought, or you can find me on X or YouTube. That's at Kyle Vought, K-Y-L-E-V, as in Victor A-T-T. I hope that you'll hit that like and subscribe button. That's going to do it from us. So remember to give grace, show love, and as always, stay stellar. Peace.